First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Hi, Jenna. Hello, Andy. Hope you're doing well. Yes, same to you. Yes. So we talked about <laughs> frugality, living the frugal lifestyle. Yeah. I got a little bit of ribbing about me making fun of that word last week. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a weird word. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about this week? Yeah, so it is kind of that time of year where the weather is starting to get nicer and the snow is melting and people are starting to get their tax refunds coming in and maybe even some people are going to get a third stimulus check here coming soon, right? So when this kind of all starts happening all at the same time, this is the time of year when people start to think about taking that really big step towards home ownership. Oh, sure. Yeah, so springtime is is a big time of year for that to kick off again. It's usually the busiest time of the year for realtors. It is. It definitely is. Um, So I thought it would be really important for us today to talk about some of the factors that would kind of indicate whether or not you're actually ready to be a homeowner. So things like debt levels, savings levels, affordability, what does that mean, and even your emotional mindset. All right. Let's talk about home buying, I guess. How big of an issue is having debt? I mean, it seems like everybody has some level of debt. How big a deal is it when you're looking to buy a house? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, the less payment obligations you have going into home ownership, the better, right? With less money going out of your wallet for things like credit card payments, the more money that you're going to have available to you to handle the expenses that come with owning a home you know, like the mortgage payment itself, but also the insurance, taxes, any repairs you need to think of, things like that. The stuff that keeps you awake at night. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, But more importantly, um, when you kind of take that step towards home home ownership and you apply for that mortgage, those lenders are going to dig really deep into your financial life. Um, So they want to, and why they do that, right, is they want to make sure that you're going to be able to make a payment on the loan each month. So your current debt levels are going to be a really big key indicator of that ability for them. So, I mean, this is not to say by any means that you can't have any debt before you apply for a home loan or that if you do have some debt, you're not ready. That is not what I'm saying. You know, I mean, many, many times people come into home ownership with some credit card payments, a car loan or some student loan debt. Um, that they're paying when they apply. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to be approved, right? I I would imagine that that's what 90% of the people when they're looking, at least for a Mm first-time home buyer. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, really what the lender is really looking at in this particular vantage point when we're talking about debt is your really your ability to manage the debt load that you have effectively. Um. That's what's really important to the lender here, which is typically going to be reflected in your credit score, right? Um, Makes sense. So yeah, which we've talked about credit scores pretty extensively um, back in episodes three through six 
of good money moves. So if you're not really quite sure what a credit score is or why it's so important, I would suggest going back and listening to those episodes um, because your credit score is going to be a big factor in whether or not you're approved for not only a mortgage, but any loan, right? And what your interest rate is going to be. Typically, you need to have at least a 580 credit score to qualify for most mortgage programs. I would However, have thought it would have been much higher than that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's pretty That's pretty low, um, but there are definitely mortgage programs available for people who have lower credit scores. There's a lot of stipulations and things that go along with those um, that you have to meet, um, but that's for another episode to sure. talk about all The higher, those. the better is what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. The higher the credit score, the better. Um, and then the, the other kind of key piece of debt type information that's going to be important for you to be aware of and know is called your debt to income ratio. And this is one of the ways a lender is going to determine if you can afford your payment. So this is the amount of debt that you have compared to your total income. And the lower the ratio, the more house you can kind of theoretically afford. Sure. So as you pay off your debts, your ratio is going to fall. Yeah. Right. So depending on what your debt to income ratio is, you can kind of also determine which mortgage programs you might qualify for. Um, again, there's a there's so many of them out there. So um, common sense, once again, lowest amount of debt, the highest amount of income yeah. determines what situation you're going to be in. Exactly. And typically lenders are going to look at your debt to income ratio and they're going to prefer to see a ratio that's smaller, usually um, no more than 36%, right? Total. Um, Definitely no more than 28% of that debt going towards your mortgage payment. Okay. Because what is it? The general rule of thumb that your housing overall should be about 30% or... Correct. Yeah, that Not that is more kind than thirty percent. Yeah. yeah, if your if your housing expenses are more than that, then you're probably what we call house broke. And, yeah. Um, however, um, again, because there are so many different mortgage programs out there, these are all very generalized numbers that I'm telling you today. Um, you can have up to forty five percent debt to income ratio and still qualify for some mortgage programs. So, wow. But yeah, yeah. So it, there's obviously specialized situations. So if if home ownership is really important to you and your credit score is low, but and you have high debt, the the step I would really encourage you to take is work towards getting that debt paid off because that's not that's going to help your debt to income ratio and it's going to probably help your credit score in the long run so i mean really at the end of the day having minimal debt when applying for a mortgage is a good thing but you certainly do not need to be 100 percent debt free in order to qualify um ultimately you know what would indicate that you're ready to buy a house from a debt standpoint is having that high credit score and that low dti yeah, I can see the situation where you're talking about with the high debt ratio that you could have somebody with, um, say, a medical degree who has this enormous amount of debt associated with that long period of time you're in school, mm-hmm. but this enormous potential for income moving forward. Yeah, so they can absolutely look at that as a different scenario. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many different factors that play into this. I, these are really dumbed down <laughs> facts for us today, just because there is so much complexity in in this. This is why, you know, it's so important to talk to real estate agents. It's so important to talk to qualified mortgage professionals when you are ready to take that step to make sure that you have all the information in front of you. Okay, we're talking about. If you're thinking about getting into the, uh, a home, right, and what yeah. financial things you need to be thinking about as far as your income, debt, and savings. So we will continue with Good Money Moves in just a moment here on Newstack 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Stock up and save on the toughest fit on a tumble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union and uh, home buying, mm-hmm. which is usually a good money move. So that makes sense. Yeah. So we talked about debt. The opposite of debt will, of course, would be savings. Yeah. And that's, that has to be a key factor in all of this. Yes, yes, absolutely. Your savings level is definitely another important indicator of your readiness to buy a home. Um, so, I, you know, a healthy savings account is important for several reasons, and we've talked about them a lot in in this show. But specifically, when we're talking about mortgages, um, you're going to need... A down payment for most mortgages. Typically, that twenty percent down payment is that gold, kind of that gold standard to to aim for. But even like a five percent down is helpful. Some again, some mortgage programs allow for um, you know three and a half percent down, or in in some cases, you can qualify for assistance where you have no down payment. Um, there's again all kinds of programs out there. Right. But if you are truly truly ready to be a homeowner, you uh, should be able to you know, save for a down payment. And the the more you have to put down on a home, the less you have to borrow, which typically means that your payments are going to be less. And you can also avoid that private mortgage insurance. Oh, when you I hit hate that, that 20%. private. Yeah. Everybody hates that stuff. I know. I know. It's so good when you get rid of it. Yes. Yeah, it definitely, definitely helps. Um, so we did talk a lot about mortgage down payments in episode 36 of the podcast. So if you want to go back and know more about this topic in particular, I would take a listen to that one because there was a lot of good information shared about that. Um, tons of information. Every, all kinds of questions were answered, I think, in that episode. It was, yes. Um, but beyond the, the down payment... Um, you are going to need to have some money left over after you buy the house to help cover all the different expenses that can crop up from being a homeowner. Buy a lawnmower, buying shovels, yeah, buying yeah, sod, buying plants. We could go on all day. Oh, yeah. I mean, and what? who moves into a house and it's perfect? Uh, oh, yeah. There's, you're going to change something. You're going to want new cupboards. You're going to want new furniture because the stuff you had in your Window apartment doesn't coverings. work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you don't realize how much money you can spend on a house until you have a house. That's kind of <laughs> and then you're always spending money on it anyway, even after mm-hmm. that, for years and years and years ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when it comes to savings beyond just the down payment, you're really going to want to have a fully funded emergency savings account. 
is going to be really helpful, right? You shouldn't expect to be able to turn your monthly income, turn to your monthly income to cover the repairs and unexpected expenses that crop up. Because what's that going to do? If you don't have money saved to help cover these expenses and you're just going to rely on, hopefully you have a couple bucks left at the end of the month, right? And well, what's that going to do? It's going to tank your finances after your first leaky pipe or your first new appliance that you have to buy. Um, because that stuff always costs way more than you expect it to. Um, and, you know, you sure there's DIY, you fix the pipe yourself, but you still have to then you have to go out and buy a whole set of tools to fix the pipe. And you probably have to go to Menards about 14 times to get the right pipe to fit your pipe. And the di- <laughs> you like, end up calling the plumber anyway. Yeah. So you you really have to have um, some forethought before you buy a home. And, and how are you going to cover these expenses? Um, and so if you have that savings account in place you know, above and beyond what you're saving for the down payment, you're going to just put yourself in that much better position to be a good homeowner and take care of your home, right? Um, And really the, of course, the hidden benefit to building up your savings before you buy a house is that you're, you're training yourself to live that healthier financial lifestyle in the process. Um, So overall down the road, you're going to be less likely to have to turn to debt, which we mentioned earlier is also a really important part of being ready to be a homeowner yep. is not having to rely on that debt to get through. So it kind of, it's a little bit cyclical. Sure. <laughs> you know? It's a sign that you're ready, but it's also something you need to have. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we want low debt and high savings. Mm-hmm. And then we go out and buy a house. What else? There's got to be something else that would indicate that you're ready to be a homeowner. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. So... <laughs> Uh, so I would say two other really important indicators that you're ready to buy a house would fall under the categories of stability and affordability. Okay. Um, and so what I mean by this, um, so stability and affordability come into play in a couple different ways with homeownership. So part of that is having a reliable, reliable job and a, and a reliable source of income. So first of all, lenders are going to look at how long you've been at your job and what your annual income is before they offer you a mortgage. So is there any sort of magic number that is tied to how long minimally you'd have to be in a position before they'll talk to you? Um, I, you know, I think it depends on financial institution to financial institution, what their, what their guidelines say is risky or not. Um, but the longer the better um so you know six months to a year for sure would show um that you're you at least have some longevity somewhere and a a consistent income coming in or Um, at least a history of that so if you were new to a town and just took out a new job they're probably not going to hold that against you if you previously held a position for a length of time correct Correct. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, while any job really does come with uncertainties, at, at the end of the day, the longer you have a position and for the more years um, that you've maybe owned a business or, you know, whatever your source of income is, and however long you have that under your belt, the better. And the more likely that your job will be viewed as steady um, enough to back up that home ownership. Um, so, really, it just means that. If you are someone who tends to change jobs a lot, that can sometimes count against you, especially if you change jobs a lot and you have this long period of time in between jobs um, where you are using unemployment or you're not getting paid um, for any reason. So, uh, 
I can know, see similarly. That, that could crop up if you work in the trades and you mm-hmm. have a cyclical job where you're doing construction during the warm months and then maybe you're not for a while. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I... In, an, in a situation like that, having that down payment saved up is really going to be what saves you because that's really what's going to show the lender that you're serious about this and that you do have the ability um, to manage your finances, even when it's kind of fluctuates like that, right? Okay. So if you are sense. someone, yeah, someone who has a fluctuating income month to month, you know, I really, I, I think a lot about people who are, who rely on tips, so servers, um, people who do freelance work, um, and that's how they maintain their income. Sometimes that income fluctuates quite a bit from month to month, um, and that can sometimes cause problems for people who are looking to get approved for mortgage. Um, and it's not to say that it's not possible to get approved if this is if that's kind of what your right. income looks like but it, at that point it just really comes back to that longevity and showing that you can still manage your debt or your and build up your savings simultaneously even though your income fluctuates month month to month okay once again track record though so if you have a yeah. track record of stability in those areas it's going to mm-hmm. play well yeah absolutely um, and then, so I mentioned the word stability earlier. So this can also mean that um, you kind of have to consider the long term, right? Like if if you're not planning to live somewhere for more than a few years, buying a home may not make a lot of sense for you in the moment. Um, because home ownership is really meant for the long term, right? You think about most mortgages are what, 15 to 30 years. It's a long time. Um, But it goes by just like that. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes it does. Um, And while you certainly do not have to stay in your home for that long, it is really important to stay put for at least five to ten years in order to not lose on the investment that owning a home can be. Right. Right. So if you're somebody who... Yeah, if you're somebody who's, you know, maybe, and that this is why they tell you, you know, don't buy a home when you're in college. You're not going to live in that town forever. Your income isn't going to be what it is. That's not, you know, that's why, you know, it's not until you kind of settle down in where you're at that you want to kind of buy that home. Yeah, because, because, well, some of the expenses are upfront expenses associated with getting the mortgage, and it takes a little while for that to mm-hmm. regain itself. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And selling a home, that's a whole nother headache. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Well, we're talking about home ownership and, you know, maybe gauging when you're ready to buy a home uh, Mm -hmm. as part of a good money move. And we'll continue in a moment on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or... Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell and I'm with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about home buying being ready to be a homeowner and you mentioned you know some of the other indicators um stability was one and you also mentioned affordability yeah yeah so when i talk about affordability um you know i'm talking about more than just the monthly mortgage payment right you have to determine you know like if is buying your dream home like gonna fit into your budget right right <laughs> like um 
if you haven't really thought about all the costs that go with it and how you're going to budget for that and accommodate that, you're, you're probably not quite ready for that commitment. Um, you really have to think this through in a very, like get rid of the emotion from it because buying a home can be very emotional. It's like the American dream. You buy this home and your life is perfect. Well, the reality is not that <laughs> if you're not properly prepared for it. So just one of those things, be really sure that your budget can accommodate all of the things that are going to come with home ownership. So when they do that calculation, when you meet with somebody and they say, oh, with this income and your situation, you can afford up to this much, right? Mm-hmm. Going Don't all the afford way. up to that much. <laughs> Don't. Okay, that's them. what I was getting at. Yeah. No, I, and there is no rule of thumb um, for, for that. They're going to tell you that you can probably afford more than what you can. Um, because they don't always factor in your lifestyle and the things that you like to do outside of just paying your mortgage. (laughs) So if you really enjoy still going on vacation, get a cheaper mortgage. Um, Or you're not going to be able to afford to go on vacation anymore. You're going to be house broke, which we mentioned earlier. So, and that's why they, you know, that, that kind of rule of thumb, that 30% of your monthly income towards your mortgage payment, that's the high end. Don't, if you don't, don't have to do go that high, don't go that high. <laughs> I didn't, and I'm so glad that I didn't. Um, so really, before you even get pre-approved or contact a realtor or even start looking at houses online, right? determine what that 30% of your income actually is because that's going to kind of give you a key indicator of what type of house you're going to actually be able to afford. So let's say you bring in $4,000 a month, you know, whether that's you yourself or between you and a spouse or whatever, right? 30% of that would be about a $1,200 a month mortgage payment. Now, if you can afford that on top of all the other expenses you might be adding into your budget when you become a homeowner, Right. You know, maybe Ask that question, maybe yeah. that is doable for you. But again, you have to look at the type of lifestyle you also want to lead once you become a homeowner. Because if if thirty percent of your budget is now going towards your mortgage payment and you're having all of these other expenses that you maybe didn't have as a renter that you didn't think about. Well, there goes your vacation. There goes the concerts you like to go to. There goes your, you know, weekly happy hour with your coworkers because now it's going to your into your house. So those are just things to think about. It doesn't mean you can't be a homeowner <laughs> if you like doing those things by any means. It just means you have to balance your budget. That stuff happens as you age anyway. So what the it heck, does. right? It does. Get into the homeownership. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, so affordability, you also mentioned... Mm-hmm. The right kind of mindset that kind of ties all this together, though, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and that kind of is where what I was just getting at, that renting and owning are very different lifestyles. Um, when you become a home, homeowner, you have to now be able to fix all your own problems, right? So, And that's probably the biggest difference between the two, right? If you can manage your budget as a renter, I have no doubt that you can manage your budget as a homeowner. Um, the difference is when something goes wrong, you can't just call the apartment office or the landlord and have them come fix it, right? Like oh, that leaky yeah. sink, that broken dishwasher. As the owner of a home, you either have to have the ability to fix it yourself correctly or have the resources to pay somebody else to fix it. And sometimes that can mean taking time off work to make sure they get there and do the job or to meet the contractor or whatever it is, or um, maybe 
that means that uh, you're skipping out on your game night you had plans to fix that leaky sink right so i mean if you can fix it yourself you're obviously saving on labor costs but and which is always good but but you're also mentioning just the little things i mean oh yeah you're going to need a roof at some point you're going to uh, all these things need to be maintained and replaced over time absolutely absolutely um so really you just kind of have to be both financially and psychologically prepared to handle these situations, right? Being having to fix things in your house can be really stressful, especially when they're big, especially when your water pipe bursts in the middle of the night. Like that is a really stressful <laughs> situation. <laughs> I've been there many times, and you just have to be able to just roll with it and and fix it. So, just some again. Well. We talk so many times about that emergency fund and how important that is. You just illustrated why it's so important because not only do you have the stress of what's happening to your home physically with the water pouring everywhere, if you don't have the money in the bank account to take care of it being fixed, you're also going to be doubly stressed. Yeah. Because you're going to, well, how am I going to pay for this? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Probably. Lots of things to think about before contacting (laughs) a homeowner. Always good information, John. So... We're kind of running out of time. I know we can keep going on and on and on about this topic, but I imagine you have some resources we could tap into if there is more you would wish to learn about what you need to know about becoming a homeowner. Oh, absolutely. You can always visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. I suggest you subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Of course, the past episodes of this show that I mentioned um, that you should go back and listen to, you can find those in a couple different places. You can find them at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast on krocnews.com. Or you can also subscribe to the Good Money Moves podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. Um, and I also strongly encourage you to reach out to our financial advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. Um, they're going to help you get pointed in the right direction when it comes to making good money moves, whether that's about home ownership, paying off debt, or building a savings account. We've got people that can um, help you, you know, make the right choices and give you the information you need. So, perfect. Yeah. And as always, if you have some topics you would like us to talk about on this program. They can email you, correct? Absolutely. Yes, yes. Please email me at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas, feedback for us, we'd love to hear from you. All right. This has been Good Money Moves. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks, Andy. We'll talk to you next week. Again, Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on News Talk.